Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I need information I thought you might be able to help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Now tell us everything. everything. Elton Don, John just doesn't want to let go. His farewell to Yellow Brick Road tour will still be going strong when the rest of us die of old age. He just yeah. added He just no, no added another I saw when he came here. That it feels like four years ago. He just added another set of European dates to his goodbye tour, which oh. yep. uh, began in September 2018. It's going to continue through December 2020 now. Yep. Um, he's drawing rave reviews on the tour. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, it's 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 a good thing, I guess. Uh, that well, would be it is, so but it's hard. hard. Mm-hmm. Then don't call it a farewell tour. <laughs> well, it's not to share. share. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Christmas has arrived early for Mariah Carey. Uh, Carey's Christmas album, Merry Christmas, has made history again. Oh. The Recording Industry Association of America has certified the album as six times platinum, which means it has sold 65 million copies. Wow. Now, Madonna is in second place at 64.5 million certified albums sold. That's crazy. Uh, Mariah Carey is on the heels of Barbara Streisand with 68 million certified albums sold. Wow. Memories. Ooh. Like the corners of mine. Next story, Don. Next story. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Thank you, Barbara. Oh, Thank man. You. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Alamo Draft House. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> what we love the Alamo Draft House because they do, tell Dawn. you to stop talking or you'll be kicked out. Yeah. Well, now they're saying that they issued a statement warning parents the Joker is not for kids and they won't like it anyway. In <laughs> yes. parts because there's no Batman. So don't bring your kids to see the Joker. Yes, I love don't. them. Oh. oh, they're just great. I love aren't Alamo. They? They it's just a little cut Captain right Obvious, the though, isn't it? Well, you know uh, what? No? Okay. I saw Sometimes. people in It with kids in the It oh, premiere. no. Chapter 2, swear to God. Yeah. All right, that's the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. To the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment, everything. Hit the crap! I'm just. <laughs> yeah! I don't know why that that woman just cracks me up. Oh, he's so competitive in a. Oh, Lex, what yeah. is this behind us? Ladies oh. and gentlemen, you are listening to the feebulous music. 
from the Broadway smash Mean Girls, based yes. on uh, Tina Fey's cute. By the way, today is Mean Girls Day. Did you know that, Lex? Oh, mm-hmm. yes, I did. Yes, you did. That's right. Mean Girls debuted last night at the Orpheum Theater in downtown Minneapolis. Alexa saw it. Uh, she'll get to her review in a minute. But right now, our first guest are two of the stars, Galen Gillian and Lawrence Street. Good yes. morning, Galen. Good morning, Lawrence. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Hey. Great, great. Great to be talking with you. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing great. After the premiere here last night, uh, it was just so much fun. The energy was great. It's such a fun and funny production. And specifically the choreography, you guys got some moves. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. how, how Was it just fun to learn that or difficult? Or how was that process? Well, I mean, we're well, not doing much of the heavy lifting, would you say, Larry? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> I mean, I dance in the final number, but I will say watching, you know, the the high school and dance ensemble learn those, it was, I was scared for them. That's how hard it is. I was just going to say, both of you guys have some big shoes to fill. Uh, Galen, you're playing, uh, well, you play three different characters, but specifically Miss Norberry. And then Lawrence, you play Mr. Duvall, both portrayed in the movie by Tina Fey and Tim Meadows. Mm-hmm. Did you guys feel immense pressure with the big shoes that you had to fill? Or did you hopefully just kind of push that away? I mean, I did because Tina Fey was in the room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. You know, so I'm like, oh, great. Here she is right next to me, and I'm trying to portray this iconic character that she has put out there with this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I felt more like um, Tim Meadows just created a great blueprint. Yeah. You know, and I could just, you know, follow in his footsteps. It was, it, I didn't feel pressure. I just felt like, oh, this is great. What a great example of yeah. how it works. Well, Lawrence, I'm mm-hmm. glad you said that because I'll kind of piggyback off of uh, off of Alexis's question, Galen. For you, you know, when you hear people, uh, when you we've had actors on the show that have taken on iconic roles that have been played by one, two, three other actresses. Some have different. Each each has a different technique of how they prepare. Some go back and and just drown themselves in the other performances, and some avoid it altogether. What was the process like for you? Did you avoid watching the movie again, or did you actually watch it? to form that blueprint that Larry referenced? Mm. No, I sort of, I mean, I saw the musical over a year ago when it first came out, and so I knew, um, I, of course, knew how the musical worked, and I found myself looking at this character that I'm now playing and saying, geez, why didn't I go in for that? I'm so, you know, I was so in touch with, that's what I do. That's what I would like to be doing. So when this audition for the tour came around, I said, oh, good, good, good. Now I have this chance. And I was going to go revisit the musical because another actress is in the role. But I decided, let me just get my performance of these characters set before I decide to revisit things. Because I didn't want to either do um, anything that, copied or was in memory of the first performance that I saw or mm, the, yeah. the second actress uh. who took it. So especially in the musical, because you're doing the exact same thing, I decided to stay away from, from seeing it again. Although um, I did revisit the movie mm. and just to like, just to get the cadence and the actual, you know, way that Tina Fey's comedy works, mm-hmm. I needed to, I need to look at it again and, and see how, how the, the original, sort of appeared and 
how we how we came through that. So I did revisit the movie, certainly. Mm, makes sense. Yeah. Lex? Yeah. The, yeah. Other, the other thing that I thought was really fun um, is that, you know, the movie was from 2004. You guys had to make some, they had to make some updates between then and now with social media and adding all of that into it as well. Uh, it was pretty true to the time. And so uh, by seeing some of those changes, I, sure that was pretty inspiring too just to think that oh yeah this story is still relevant i mean we all can remember the different cliques in high school and that a lot of us don't even grow out of those roles sometimes so, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. relating to those mm-hmm. characters how easy or hard was that for you i think it helped it, it, yeah. i think it really helped because we added some current political humor yes we added um we added some current challenges that are facing the united states right now um, the opioid epidemic, and um, it just kept us in today. I think it, it helps. Yeah, yeah, now we have this whole thing with social media that wasn't yeah. really as relevant or, you know, in, in presence 15 years ago. So that is certainly lending to the high school experience, mm-hmm. and we, we touch on that as well and how difficult that is to navigate through high school. We're talking to the stars of Mean Girls, which just opened at the Orpheum yesterday. Dawn uh, has the final question. Yeah, so you each have done a lot of great things on Broadway. You know, Galen, you were in Wicked, Legally Blonde. Um, Great Mm -hmm. voice here. I mean, and you've been on many tours. Do you remember uh, when you got this part and uh, how you felt or what the process was like to get the part? Well, for me, like I said, I had seen the Broadway show and Mm -hmm. I had seen this role and I thought, okay, I know that this is what I do, and I know that I'd really like to be doing this role. And when it became available on on Broadway, they they sort of had an actress in mind, so Mm -hmm. I didn't even get to go in and audition for it. But when I finally got to audition for the tour, I I knew it was going to be a really right fit because of the previous things that I've done. I've always sort of been in the ensemble as a a character woman who Mm -hmm. has been able to be super diverse and play a bunch of different roles. And currently in Mean Girls the Musical, one actress is playing not only the Tina Fey role, but also the Amy Poehler role, the cool mom, and the Anna Gasteyer role, which is the central character, Katie's mom. So I have to be these three different roles, and and I've done that a lot, being um, in various Broadway shows and having to, you know, put on different wigs and different characters. So I knew that I I was going to be a good fit for it. I just needed them to see it, and luckily they did. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much. Enjoy the Twin Cities. And uh, the weather will get nicer, we promise. The weather. All right, we're holding okay. to it. Uh, it's really crappy right now, but once the sun shines, yes. we have a beautiful city for you to explore. We promise you. Mm-hmm. Oh, we can't wait. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Galen, Lawrence, thank you so much. Mean Girls is playing now at the Orpheum. Tickets uh, are available at the box office or uh, on Ticketmaster.com. Yes, it is 8 12th through the 13th. Yes. Lex, you saw it last I night. Did. Uh, your review. What did you uh, think? I loved it. It was so fun. It's very true to the movie, but like I said, there's a lot of updates mm-hmm. uh, with social media and yeah, the opioid uh, drug use. and. <laughs> but it was really fun because of the choreography, the staging is really cool. You feel like you're moving through a lot of space 
and time, but it's just, you know, within that little, the little stage there, but they use a lot of screens and lighting and, oh, it just was really fun. They put all the desks and all of the, the uh, tables in the lunchroom on wheels and the way that they spin them around and they're almost kind of a character in the show, which was really cool. You can tell they're having a lot of fun doing this production too. Uh, and all the iconic lines are in there too. So if you love the movie, you'll love this. Uh, and then there's just some updates too. They go a little deeper into, you know, some of the mean girls and some of their inner feelings and, you know, adding some, of course, the songs and uh, it's just it's a fun little getaway. And of course, the theme of UBU, you know, that's what we live, right? Yeah. So to have that, too, it's it's just it's really fun. Does the music work? Yes, it does. It does work Uh, to gosh to translate mean girls into a musical uh there were some numbers that just felt like they dragged on a little bit too long but in general the the music is really great and the voices of all of them in fact there's a point where uh, galen playing the teacher mrs uh, norbury at that time she i actually wanted to jump up and oh. dance with her <laughs> oh wow uh, her, their resumes are fantastic both of the actors we just talked to i mean yes her voice is just so powerful the way she punches in you're just like whoa i feel like being part of this too Mm -hmm. so i can see how she was inspired by seeing the original run and and saying i need to be a part of this production i don't know what i would do and that's why i i I like to ask that question if i was going to portray a role and 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 maybe I'll use Mean Girls or maybe you know I saw Hello Dolly and yeah. on on Broadway with Bette Midler and I I've seen the movie uh, with uh, Barbara Streisand. If yeah. I was like, let's say I was going to play Dolly, like uh, uh, God forbid that I get the role <laughs> of Dolly Levi in the next tour, I wonder what I would do. Would, would I go back? Would I watch Babs? Would I think of because? You know, Bet did it totally different than Barbara did, and I wonder, as an actor, what I would do. That fascinates me. I, I as a process, like Dawn, mm-hmm. uh, you're, what would you do? Would you stay clear of other of other versions, or would you, as Larry said, go back, maybe watch it once to craft a blueprint for mm. you? It depends on what it is. If it's like because I do the Wicked Witch from the Wizard of Oz, it's what I love doing the most. That I know what people want. Mm. When they come to the show, they want the movie. So I try to I try to mimic the Wicked Witch as my, I am an impersonator. Right. I try to do that as because I like people that for that role. love that, and I cannot ever do anything better than she did. You know, this is just that that's what they want from me, and so that's what I give to them. Um, for other things like uh, that have movies attached to them, I think with something like this or something like. Um, uh, like, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think. Oh, Legally Blonde, for instance, that's also a movie. Yeah. You know, y- you do your own spin. because All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's yeah. not an iconic movie. So you take what they did and then maybe you, you do a little bit of it, but then you can add to it. Yes. You know? right, but you always and put watch your own the self in it. Kind of original source. No? I, I mean, I do. It doesn't bother me that much because I feel confident enough that I can make my own out of something. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is yep. 816. Don McClain, before we take a break, we mm-hmm. have a half price deal, do we not? Yes. Thanks for oh, reminding you me. You are very welcome. <laughs> what what is the half price deal today, Don? The half price deal is Weston Edina Galleria. It's one overnight stay and a forty dollar gift voucher to Prelude Restaurant for half price. It's a two hundred and forty nine dollar value for only one twenty four fifty. So if you want to do a romantic weekend, a fun escape with the girls, uh, you can go shopping, and then you can relax at the Weston Edina Galleria. Um, and you also get that $40 gift voucher to Prelude Restaurant. Perfect. So go to mytalk1071.com, keyword deal for this offer. 817. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Elizabeth Reese in the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. We are your home for everything entertainment, so therefore it is our jobs at this time to update you on the big entertainment headlines of the day with the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning, friends. Morning. morning. All right, guys, all sorts of stuff to talk about this morning. Uh, let's talk about R. Kelly. We're going to start with him. Oh, mm. wow. Okay. No, sorry. Uh-huh. It's all right, Elizabeth. It's um, all right. But he was denied bail by a Brooklyn judge uh, yesterday. Good. Mm, oh, is, wait. Yeah. I'm sorry. That came out. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was good. He faces sex trafficking and other um, charges in federal court in both Brooklyn and in Chicago. He asked to be freed while awaiting trial. His lawyers were making the argument that, listen, he doesn't even have any money to go anywhere, even if he wanted to. But there's a Brooklyn federal judge, Ann Donnelly, who denied the bail request, noting that R. Kelly is accused of committing crimes against very young girls. His finances are murky, to say the least, and that the proposed home detention certainly would do nothing to deter him from intimidating witnesses. So R. Kelly was not in court. The judge set a trial date for May 18th, 2020, and said the proceeding is expected to last about three weeks. And um, prosecutors said in court papers that that's not true, what R. Kelly's attorneys are saying, that he has plenty of money to flee if he wants. Mm -hmm. And they are accusing him of taking music royalties and stashing them in a friend's bank account so that he has access to money. Wow. Going to U.S. Bank. Yeah. Yeah. And just a bank. There's, yeah. a, there's a way. I don't know. I just, I lie. It could be any bank. I was just Wells Fargo, uh, Sunshine Bank. His friend yes. could own the bank. Yeah. Slippery Guy Bank. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? That's yeah. Just, uh, yeah. Isn't, yeah, there you go. Yeah, so that, anyway. was a, that was a smart move by the judge there. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. I absolutely think so. And I think the intimidating witnesses situation is absolutely oh, a concern yes. because that's what so much of this trial is about. I guess he's also having a problem with girlfriends visiting, too. Too many of them. No. They need to take their Gross. turns. Yeah. Gross, Alexis. Yes. It's true. I mean, 
What? How? <laughs> How do you have girlfriends after this? Uh, it's a Stockholm syndrome situation. It has to be, don't you think? Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That these girls just don't know any other way and that they've been completely brainwashed, mm. just like their families have said. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott, there was nothing nasty about their breakup. They just fell out of love. They okay. were. Oh, they so, had a, Elizabeth. How dare you? You know, know. You know. I'm barely recuperating <laughs> from the revelation of this, and now you have to pour salt <laughs> in my wound um, and give me further details about this tragedy. I know. Well, I'll, maybe I can call in some reinforcements to make sure you're ready for your TV show because I'm sure thank it's going to take you at least an hour and a <laughs> yes, half to recover from this yep. news. And then, frankly, I don't know how the beginning of the show uh, will go. Will you be crying in the corner and I'll I will to get out there? <laughs> I will. Because of this news. They'll be back soon enough. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, they'll be back together. Yeah. Don't worry. They had a long honeymoon phase. They were going on vacations. They were doing all this stuff. And then it was just reality set in. Mm-hmm. And you're not always in that newlywed love phase. Isn't this shocking, everyone? Mm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there you I'm go. Yeah. I'm just mad at you, Elizabeth. I, I don't know. know why you I don't know why you want to just keep making me sad. Well, mm-hmm. they did survive a rough patch before when she accused him of cheating earlier this year. He denied that. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's hope for everybody. Um, okay, the Daily Mail is continuing to go after Prince Harry, even though he's filed no. a lawsuit against them. So what and a lot mm-hmm. of people are reporting on this, on this video that's showing Prince Harry reprimanding, appearing to reprimand a reporter for asking a, a question during this hospital visit in Malawi. So what happened was this reporter asked Harry an unscheduled question as Harry was walking to the car after he visited this health center. And he told this group of young people to hold on to your dreams. This was just hours before he was accusing media outlets of relentless propaganda and bullying. And so what happened is the reporter says that short conversation, what do you hope to accomplish through this? Like taking a dig at him, that was a short conversation. What do you hope to get out of that? And then Harry looked at the reporter and said, what, ask them, and then reprimanded the reporter and said, don't behave like this. Oh, man. I'm worried. I'm a little worried about Harry being able to handle this with the media because I and I get it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think he is coming from a really legitimate place. He was a young boy when his mom died, basically at the hands of the paparazzi. And now he has all of these new feelings of protection. Right. He has this wife that he married that is he feels like he's seeing a lot of parallels and i think you could i mean i'm not a therapist i just am playing one on the radio i mean i think you can just imagine that all of those feelings are coming back up again and then add into it now he has a baby boy and so he's got a baby boy who he's thinking i don't want that baby boy to go through the same thing that i went through with my Mm -hmm. mom and so it's like all of these parallels and all this stuff comes into play when you become a parent i just don't know I don't know if he's going to need to like take a break or really Oof. control his Does media appearances because I feel like he's going to he's going to crack. I mean, yes. I it, want him to. to I crack. do. I want I not I don't want him to suffer, but I want him. I think you know what? I think it's going to take a I, I just thought of this. I think it's going to take a royal to just stop with the politeness. And I think it's going to take Harry getting pissed. And I mean this. I think it's going to take him. Stopping with the polite voice and the royal, the Mm -hmm. royal decorum. It's going to take him looking into a camera 
and going off, telling these these trolls, these lizards, these bottom dwelling asshats all about themselves. I'm serious. We've never seen a royal show human emotion and on that level. It's going to take that. Uh, that's to me going to be the start. They're not going to listen, but I think it'll get everybody's attention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he needs to. It's like the opening of Real World. Stop being nice. What is it? Stop being polite and, and start, start getting, getting real. real. Yes. Timeless I, words. I mean, really. Yeah. Thank you. At True. some time in the future, it, yeah. they'll you know the people will look back and think like we could look at ancient philosophers, or we could just look at the tagline for the real world and see that's everything. That's true. <laughs> yeah. I think that's true. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Hey, Elizabeth, what's uh, ten seconds? What's the newest episode of your podcast about? Oh my gosh, about this thing called the Daily Page, which will help you get your days under control. We talked to the creator of it. It's oh. really good, and we're number one in our category I of home and garden. Yes. So best of the nest. My talk with seven one dot com. You can access it. We'll be back with more after this. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. After you take away the bread, cheese, lettuce, tomatoes, and mayonnaise, what what have you got? Well, with Oscar Mayer Bologna, you've got meat and lots of it. Cuts from the beef brisket, chuck, round and flank. Cuts of pork side and shoulder. Never cereal or filler. Never. Oscar Mayer Bologna. The beginning of a beautiful sandwich. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, we just ignored that last line there. Uh, yeah. uh, Rocco's so mean to mm-hmm. us, love. So very mean to us. <laughs> well, it's better than uh, B. Arthur, who doesn't even know our name. <laughs> oh, uh, right. you know, she just refers to us as the morning show. And True. I just, you know, would always like to point out to her that each show on my talk is named for the hosts. You know what I mean? We got, <laughs> well, well, here's the promo. This is how rude she is. This is the promo she cut for us. <laughs> the radio home of Colleen and Bradley, Lori and Julia, Donna and Steve. And the morning show. Yeah. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Whatever, host beast. And she has this one too. You're listening to the home of Animal Kingdom. It's jabbering and a lot of fun to wake you up. The morning show. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Yeah, she didn't even know her name, but she got to the. She got to that copy, and she didn't even know how to say our name. Yep. She didn't even know. And here's one more. The radio home of birthday pranks and second chance romance. You're listening to The Morning Show yeah. on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Yeah, she had to take listening a pause. To, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. The Morning Show, right. That's The Morning Show, yeah. 834. Lex, now I'm looking at my um, I'm looking at my nails. Yes, And, uh, you know, I, I think I could go in for a manicure. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know what I mean? Uh, don't just get don't, clear, though, Jace. Why? You just don't get... Why? I'm gonna, I think I'm, I'm going to just get clear. I don't want to... I mean, I'm a dude, girl. I'm a yeah. dude. Well, it's hard for guys to embrace some nail art. ASAP Rocky <laughs> is saying that, and I agree. Oh, wow. What yeah. kind? So, whatever you want. You can match it to your outfit. He Right now, he's got some eyeballs on his uh, index oh. fingers, and he puts them up to his, uh, his closed eyes eyeballs that's oh. kind of fun he's already a fashion darling you know he goes to all of the fashion shows new york to paris he's also a model for calvin klein and prada he's a rapper and uh, he wants to be a beauty influencer and he wants to do that by encouraging men 
to not only get a manicure, you know, to clear up those cuticles and make them look nice, uh, but also, you know, add some color, add some designs, do something funky. Nail art. What do you think, Jace? Um, I don't know. I, 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 I look, I'm all for it. Uh, it's just not for me. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I don't know. Maybe I would do maybe one on my thumb. Ooh, like yeah. Like maybe, uh, you know, I'd do a little, um, little Jason face. Your little logo. Oh. The logo from the. <laughs> Put oh, yourself I hate on that your damn, nail. I hate that damn <laughs> oh thing. Oh my but gosh. I, I love hate it. it. We have systematically gotten rid of all of them <laughs> except for the ones on the set. Anyway, um, no, I would do maybe <laughs> a little. Face. Little Tinkerbell, you know, on oh, my finger. Cute. You know, a little fairy. Yeah. Um, or a um, little South Fork logo. Or a little outline of a Stetson, maybe. Yeah, you could have a little fun know. with that. Why not? Yeah. I have he different told, loves, uh, yeah. yeah. He told Vogue, he says, I feel like men should be able to do nail art without feeling feminine. And even if you feel a little feminine, good What's on you. What's wrong with that? Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I yeah. guess. <laughs> okay. I'm, just, I'm not. You're a little bit I too conservative was, for that. I am. And I, you know what? I'm, I'm okay with that. I am. Mm. Like I, for instance, let me say this. I this is nothing against this uh, the, and I love it because everyone now go be you. Yeah. But like I couldn't, I couldn't do what I see. For instance, um, Jonathan Van Ness. I don't know oh, if I Queer could Eye, wear. Yeah. Yes, I don't know if I could wear like the gender bending clothes. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's that people feel comfortable doing that now. Yeah. But that wouldn't be for me. I, I don't you. know if I now. Let me tell you though, mm-hmm. little Jason. Fun fact: <gasps> kilts. You love kilts. Do, well, oh. no, I like a spin. <laughs> I would. I like spinny skirts. When I was a little boy, I loved getting in my cousin Lisa's skirt and spinning around. Now I will tell you that is because I wanted to be Diana Pierce and Wonder Woman, mm. and I loved when she spun around in her skirt. Yes, but um, but yeah, I love a good. I wish. I could now. I could wear a skirt if I wanted. Sure. Um, but I, yeah, it's one of those trends, not trends. I don't, I don't mean trend, but it's one of those developments that I, I don't know if I could do. Right. I yeah. Apply, you got to do yeah. what feels right for you. Exactly. Uh, but oh, I do. I used to love, well, we I get love to a, a sparkle skirt. skirt. And a ponytail. I was I, oh. I I love a ponytail. Yeah. I wanted a ponytail when I was small. I'm like, oh, I wish I could just flip that thing around like like a little well like a ponytail. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I wanted a ponytail and I loved a like a um, what do they call it when the skirt has pleats? Like a pleated skirt. Yes. Oh, skirt. I love that. Yes. Oh, like Basically, clueless, huh? Well, or basically, I wanted to be Blair from Facts of Life. Let's be clear. I wanted, I to, I wanted oh. to wear the Eastland uniform. Because oh. I, I really do wish we just had uniforms. It would just take oh. a, lot of, a lot of time out of your... Uh, it would give you back a lot of time out of your day. That is true. Yeah. I feel like you guys could easily... You could do that easier, maybe, than us. Yeah. Maybe not easier, but, you know, if you're wearing a suit every day... You know. Yeah, I know. See, I do love my suits. Yeah. Oh, I love a suit. I always feel I always feel my best in a suit. Mm-hmm. I'm one, I and Lex, you know, I used to wear a suit to do the radio show the first couple years. Yeah. I yeah. left it on. Yep. I mean, now I'm basically naked. But I mean, like literally yeah. right now I basically have <laughs> no clothes on. But but yeah. <laughs> You'll so put it on later. Yeah. Don, Don, what is your favorite thing? 
to wear, and I don't want to use gender stereotypes, but I'm just going to. What is your favorite, like when you want to be real, real girly? Mm-hmm. When you want when you mm. want to be a 100% woman. Because I'm oh. a woman. But when you, what, what's your favorite? I won't even limit it to just a womanly thing. What's your favorite thing to wear that makes you just feel beautiful? <laughs> um, I do like nice lingerie. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I also like to, I mean, I love dresses. I absolutely, I was just telling MC yesterday how much I hate pants. He's like, yeah, let's hear more about this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> take them off. No, I just, you know, when winter comes around, I'm like, I have to start wearing pants now. I got so upset yesterday because I had to wear it because the weather's getting colder. Yeah. I like dresses. I just love dresses. I like you uh, look beautiful accessories. Uh, I love high heels. I just really like the whole, I love getting dressed up and I kind of get made fun of for doing it at work. Mm. I've been told not to, but that's too bad. Yeah. (laughs) Cause you never know when Mr. Hubbard's going to walk down the hall. I think you keep wearing them. Why would you? (laughs) Yeah. Lex, what makes you feel like, cause I'm a woman. (laughs) Yeah. I like dresses too. I kind of like a sporter. You look so, you know, some cool sneakers. And a and a jacket or like a cardigan kind of thing, you know. That's kind of my uniform thing going on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah T Boz. I, mean, I oh man, I wanted to be T Boz so badly. Oh, yes, you did. Gosh, oh that oh. sultry voice and that cool look. She was just the epitome of cool, you know. Yeah, but uh, you know so, what? Yeah, you, what, yeah no. What I, do you wear that gives you ultimate confidence? When yeah. you're like, girl, I look good. Yeah, I'm feeling good in this. Yeah, it's a dress, it's leggings, um, some cool sneakers, yeah. and uh, a fun jacket or fitted jacket. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It's kind of yeah, it's my, a, and, and a big accessory, you know, like a big statement necklace. Chunky necklace. You, oh, Long, chunky necklace, yeah. Countess Luann signature necklace, yeah. <laughs> I do. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, suit for, I already answered my own question, but yeah, suit for me. I love yeah. it. Oh, right. Oh, I love, I love a good fitted suit. For a guy, there's uh, nothing, there's nothing that feels better. Uh, oh, I love it so much. So it, yeah. it's I love wearing them every day because originally the FOX uh, didn't want me wearing suits on the talk show. Um, They're like, we want you casual. And I said, nope. I said, I won't right. feel comfortable. I said, I from the news. Yes. Maybe. I said, I want I I think I'm old school. I'm an old. I, I, and that's your I, style. Yes. I think of Johnny and it's like Johnny wouldn't come out in a sweater. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. old school that way. I'm modern in some ways, but I, I like traditional broadcasting stuff. Let's see what happens I'm going there. to. Yeah, you know. Or I'm just going to get a Aaron Carter face tattoo on my forehead. Oh, I'm just going to oh, get a third oh, eye. Plan. I'm going to get a, I'm going to get a third eye. First. <laughs> I'm going to get a third eye tattoo on my forehead. I'm sure yeah. Fox will love that. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this conversation sponsored by Anjoli. Because I'm a woman. Anjoli. I can bring home a bacon. Anjoli. And never let you forget you're a man. Give her Anjali, the eight-hour perfume for that 24-hour woman. I can work till five o'clock. Come home and read your tickety-tock. Tonight I'm gonna cook for the kids. And if it's loving you one, I can kiss you and give you the shiver and fit. the eight-hour perfume for your 24-hour woman. That's right. Uh, when we come back, it's the Netflix show that uh, I was. Uh, someone recommended it to me, and now I'm going to recommend it to you. What is it? I'll tell you after the break. Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Everything Hungry, Hungry Hippos. I'm Jace with Lex and Dawn McClain. Oh, I love playing that game. Me too. 
I did a lot. It's one of my favorites. That and Candyland. Oh, yeah. I loved. Oh, no. What the hell is that? Is that a horny whale right now? No. Is Chewbacca crying? Oh, Lex, I think Dawn's ghosts have followed her to work today. Oh, they're ghosts. They're ghosts. Oh. Dawn. My ghosts speak full sentences. This is this is the thing, Dawn. When you do all these paranormal investigators, these yeah. spirits stick to you and you bring them to work with you. Uh, Jason, I got some new sound clips I'm going to need to play for you. They're really good. Really? Oh, yeah. Like scary ones? Yeah. You guys are going to love them. Your studio audience will freak out. Because they're full sentences. It's not just, oh, it sounds like a little voice in the background. It's like, oh, for the TV. Oh, I'm thinking you were going to share them here. No. no, no. Oh, my gosh, Lex. I don't want full sentences from ghosts. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, by the way, Lex, uh, because I always say, you know, I always joke that at the beginning of our show, uh, Lex is going to be here until she leaves me. uh, And this time she's going to leave me to become um, an ice cream truck driver. Yeah. So, Lex. Uh, before yep, we yep, go, uh, can I get a fudgicle, uh, please? I have some fudgicles. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, my so God. I got a big one for you. <laughs> why, why, why does she, Dawn, why does she turn creepy <laughs> when I when I talk about her ice cream do truck? Do you need a napkin? Ew. I've got some. That's so gross. Uh, <laughs> no, <it's laughs> this so music gross. is just scary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, uh, binge or bail is what we do occasionally when we tell you if you should binge a show or bail a show. Yes. Uh, I'm going to tell you to binge the Netflix limited series called Unbelievable. Ooh. And it is a mini series with uh, Tony Collette, Merritt uh, Weaver. Uh, and it's about a series of, it's based on a Pulitzer Prize winning um, article. And from several years ago, I believe in 2015, and it is about, and by the way, the subject matter is a little adult for all of you listening with kiddos in the car. I'd like to give you a second there. Thank you. Uh, it is about a series of rapes in Washington and Colorado. And uh, it, again, it's based on a news article called the An Unbelievable Story of Rape. And Ooh. the... It is unbelievable. The synopsis goes like this. Now, now, mind you, this is a dramatization, but uh, the description is as follows. Marie, a teenager who was charged with lying about having been raped, and the two detectives who followed a twisting path to arrive at the truth. Mm. Now, you would think I have given you too much in that description. Oh, I have not. I have not. Uh, The twists and turns of this are as are as enthralling as the realistic depiction of what I can only imagine as a as a male. I can only this probably only scratches the surface of what these victims go through when they are questioned. Mm-hmm. The trauma the the trauma they experience post um, post rape. Mm-hmm. The camera puts you as close as you thank goodness hopefully will ever be to this. And it is gripping. It is moving. The first episode will probably piss you off, and you'll know why when you watch it. Now, speaking of that, we're talking unbelievable on Netflix. Is this uh, going to be like our next serial obsession? Kind of. Uh, but it wraps up. It's a limited series. So there's a beginning, there's a middle, and, the, and an end. This this uh, was recommended to me day after day after day after day by my executive producer, Jeff. He goes, watch this. Watch this. He goes, but uh, and he's right. The first episode, is it isn't slow, but you're like, okay, I don't know if I want to sit through more of this. Please do. Mm. Episode two, 
episode three, you get you You're get hooked. trapped in this world, yes, and you want to see how it ends. And the two detectives, Tony Collette and Merritt Weaver from Nurse Jackie, who I love, oh, by the way, yeah. I fell in love with her. She is fantastic in this. You will love this. Unbelievable by Netflix. It's an absolute binge this weekend for you. How many episodes Lex, are we talking here? I think we're talking eight, I believe, Lex. Oh, we're okay. talking eight. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, yeah. You both will love Sounds it. Sounds heavy, I, I but so, you know, do you have it to mentally heavy, prepare but, a little yes, bit? Yes. But it's okay. so worth it. So worth it. Do we have Don and Steve here? Uh not yet. No. No, oh, I don't okay. see just taking them. Them. No, it's all right. No. Well, we know. Okay. We know what they're they're gonna do millennial. No, that was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um let's oh, see. Oh, here. here comes Donna. Here comes Donna. Here she up oh, and, and here Steve. comes Steve. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't mean to play oh. Celine Dion. Oh. <laughs> you know what we're gonna do? Uh, forget your show. Yes, uh, we are gonna give prepared. you. We are going to give you to the very uh, distinct uh, honor of talking to Alexis's baby. Would you like to talk to oh, Alexis's baby? Yes. Okay. Oh. Now wait. I gotta wake up the baby. So oh, Don. I want to go okay, first. Yes. Yeah. All right. Hi, baby. Hi. Hi. Don and Steve are here today. Oh, I who's, who's that? They're Hi. the show. They're the show after ours, baby. When your mother can relax. Hi, baby. I don't let her relax. <laughs> baby. Are you swimming? I'm kickboxing in here. Here, hang on. Mm-hmm. Here comes Uncle Steve. This is going to tickle. That's a raspberry. I just got your first raspberry. I want to do it now, too. Baby. Hi, baby. Baby, do you want me to get Don and Steve out of here, baby? Yeah, please. I don't like them. I'd rather be in the ice cream truck with my mom. <laughs> Okay, baby. I'll tell Steve to quit giving you what he calls a strawberry. Raspberry. Raspberry. Okay, bye, baby. Bye, baby. Okay, see, uh, we let you two talk to the baby and you get creepy. That's all weird for me, too, but thank you. What do you have coming up on the show today? I don't know. We're going to figure it out on the fly today. We feel like that's fantastic. Let's go. Yeah, forget about it. Throwback Thursday music trivia coming up at uh, 10 o'clock. Throwback mm. Thursday music trivia. Also, uh, we had a Ryan and Donna denied me last night. What? Oh, nice. I'll I don't explain. know what that means. That's what they're both doing. Uh, and Ryan went to Mean Girls, too. So. Oh, right. Uh, yes. Great I know show. a couple of you guys did, too. Yes. That and more coming Fair. up next. If you're a kid being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody could tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right. You be you. Unless you're a terrible person. Have a fantastic day. We love you all. And we'll see you tomorrow. So Bye-bye. Beautiful.